0: Bobby gave me the good to go. We are good to go. All right, here we go. Let's start up. So state of friendship 5.0. So I started doing these five years ago, which is crazy. Uh, 2014, uh, we had a lot of changes coming up in the community and I started to uh, really kind of dial in and realize that you know I needed to continue to connect and grow with uh, our growing community, make sure that everybody felt really comfortable with the state of their fitness, the state of the community, and kind of where we were going moving forward. As you guys may or may not know depending on how long you guys have been involved with CrossFit or with fitness generally. Uh, the landscape of fitness is an organic beast, just like the landscape of our coaching staff, our facility and everything else is uh, completely organic. And by organic, I mean it's constantly evolving, always changing. I'm always trying to get better and better and better and make things improved. And <clears throat> so and so are you guys, right? You guys are growing, adapting like we were talking about this the other day. There is a time when like one person could barely crack a you know seven minute 2k row or for a girl an eight minute 2k row there was a time where finishing the unknowns legitimately people thought that that was like impossible And it was like one of those things where he's like, oh my gosh, who's going to be the first person to finish this insane workout? And now we have people who, you know, finish it in like 15 minutes under the time cap at the RX weight. And so the evolution of, you know, fitness and the evolution of all that really is one of those things that, um, you know, requires us to stay vigilant and diligent. And that's why we're always out there, you know, trying new workout schemes, making sure that we're reading and going to seminars and staying up to date, make sure that you guys are getting the most optimized fitness that you possibly can. All right. So here we go. Uh, We're going to start first with user questions. Uh, So these were submitted through Instagram to Jenny, forwarded along to me. And we're going to start here and then uh, we'll dive into the presentation. So first user questions. So will Lewis Center eventually offer traditional CrossFit? So I think this is a super interesting question because traditional CrossFit is going to be very different depending on who you are, where you are in the world and what gym you go to. So I'm going to give you some examples. Okay, when I went to Europe and i was doing crossfit there they their crossfit their traditional crossfit what people who start and do crossfit in europe uh, at least at the time was was boot camp right it, there was there's was almost no barbells very very rarely are they doing anything that's going to be what we would consider what what people at friendship would consider traditional crossfit there's no rigs there's no squatting there's none of that right and that was their crossfit affiliates the Way that they operated. Same thing here in Ohio. There's a gym called conjugate, fit, uh, conjugate CrossFit, right? I'm not sure. It's CrossFit Conjugate, I think. And I think they're down in Cincinnati. And they follow the conjugate method. So traditional CrossFit for them, there's also a couple here in Columbus that followed the conjugate method. Traditional CrossFit for them is powerlifting. So they would do squats on Monday and deadlifts on Wednesday and presses on Friday. And they would do that very consistently and they would follow the conjugate method, which is a specific type of powerlifting. Um, and then there's there's gyms like Ben Bergeron's and Comp Train and some of those where they do one. Metcon a day, and then the entire warm up uh, structure is about twenty to twenty five, maybe thirty minutes, and you warm up and you build skills, and then you just do one Metcon a day. So there's a lot of different thoughts of what traditional CrossFit is. So I don't know who asked the question; these were anonymous, or at least anonymous to me. Um, so I guess the question is odd because there is no traditional CrossFit, right? So will Lewis Center? Eventually offer traditional CrossFit. Uh, So let's break that down. What is CrossFit? CrossFit is functional movements, constantly varied, performed at a high intensity. Will Lewis Center be doing that? Yes, absolutely. They'll be doing that right out of the gate, right? Thrive is going to be uh, very close to what we just described with Ben Bergeron's, where we're going to do one bigger, longer, higher heart rate metcon each day. We're going to do benchmarks. We're going to do hero workouts, um, and you know we're going to make sure that it is scaled appropriately and that the movements are going to be handled. Selected and tailored to people from all different skill levels. Then at the end, we're going to add some things like our Tabata and core, and we're also going to add in traditional Thrive Fit mobility and continue to try to hone in on what you know Thrive Fit is and making sure that it is what some might consider to be a cardio-based uh, CrossFit class. So uh, that is going to be yes, offering traditional CrossFit. We're also going to offer build, and build is also constantly varied functional movements performed at a high intensity. And high intensity is going to be relative, right? In this case, it's going to be weightlifting performed at a high intensity. Uh, so both of those classes are traditional CrossFit. Um, the, the fundamental flaw in thinking and one of the things that has really been the downfall of CrossFit affiliates or CrossFit gyms is this thought process that traditional CrossFit is something that can be defined by you know strength first and then a Metcon or snatching and muscle ups and kipping pull-ups and kipping handstand push-ups when at no time, if you read the original fundamental documents of CrossFit, which if you guys are going to be doing CrossFit or fitness for a while, you absolutely should be reading those. They are unbelievably educational and they will point you in the right direction for fitness for the rest of your life. Um, And unfortunately, because of really the CrossFit Games doing a huge disservice to affiliates and really to uh, purveyors of CrossFit, you know, they started to focus on the really, really high end because that's what CrossFit Games was focusing on. And unfortunately, that version, you know, the competitive version became synonymous with traditional CrossFit. Um, So, you know, my reading of that is, uh, will we offer traditional CrossFit? Um, By that, do you mean, will we, focus on things like, you know, snatching and muscle ups and handstand pushups in the really high end skill stuff. No, we won't focus on that right ever. Probably Um, it will be something that we do again constantly varied so we will try to hit on every piece as much as we possibly can just like we do in dublin just like we have for years uh but will it be you know a focus i would say uh no right the the crossfit games has proven to be something that is mostly detrimental uh to everyday human beings uh, myself included and many of the people that you guys are familiar with and so we have to make sure that we have a focus on training and high quality training and low injury rate first and then second from there. Once we have people achieving goals, you know, being healthy, successful in their life, their work, whether they're a firefighter or whether they're in the military. Shout out to Tunisia. She is the fittest person in the army, I think, or army reserves in Ohio. Um, You know, that to me is significantly more important uh, than making sure that, you know, we're getting people Um, Some of the higher end skill stuff. I want to make sure that they are fit and healthy and happy first. Once they're there, then we certainly will be able to take them to higher and higher levels. Uh, What direction will Dublin be going with programming? And honestly, and will we be doing cycles and test outs? That's going to be a huge chunk of today's conversation. So I'm going to kind of hold that. Uh, The short answer is uh, yes for the second question and uh, the direction you guys will see. That's going to be a big conversation for today. Will Dublin coaches be going to Lewis Center? Ryan is going to be the only coach right now that is going to be pulling double duty. Uh, The other coaches right now are going to be uh, Brian, Coach Brian Omasta, who you guys may know uh, as the uh, goofy tall guy who's married to Vanessa and used to like to dance uh, with Maria at 9.30 a.m. And uh, I'm super excited about that. Uh, He has chosen to, much like Coaches before him and some of the coaches that you guys love and enjoy, Uh, he has chosen to leave his his profession um, with Honda and come over and coach for us, which is amazing and humbles me to my core that people are willing to do that for us in our community. And uh, so obviously my job is to work my tail off to make sure that he has a great career with us. And then Kaylee, who's coming from Route 33, and I think you guys are going to love. She's a dietitian by trade. She ran their teens and kids program over there for a while, uh, along with other classes. And I think she's going to be a fantastic addition. And then. you guys are probably familiar with Shelby and Amanda, who are also going to be helping out Ryan and myself uh, to get Lewis Center off the ground. And then, you know, Jenny, Mitchell, Maria. Andy, all these people have a leg. We are a team unit, so uh, they won't be going to Lewis Center. I don't uh, expect them to be there at all during the week. However, they will obviously be um, have their hands in helping us out and making sure that you know if we need um, you know help in coaches training or in making sure that the culture is taken from Dublin and is you know built in Lewis Center the right way. Uh, if Lewis Center is doing build and thrive, will Dublin transition to that? Or stay like it is? So this is a great question. Uh, I don't have an answer to this because, uh, what we're the thought process for build and thrive being the core focus at Lewis center is we think that it is a better way to train throughout the week as opposed to compete throughout the week. And so we want to try that methodology and see if we're able to reduce the injury rate and really get people closer to their goals. And if that is the case, if we see that there is a significant improvement with lower injury rates, um, uh, you know, better class structures, people feeling happier about it. And, you know, people at Dublin can come and they can try, uh, you know, a build class or a thrive class. They can see the choice structure, which is really my goal. There is choice, right? You can look left or look right based on how you're feeling for the day. And you can say, you know, Hey, I am feeling doing fight gone bad today. I am feeling the higher heart rate. I am feeling like doing something that's a little bit more, uh, fast pace. Right. So I'm going to go do thrive today. Uh, Or, you know, man, you know, I really don't feel like breathing hard today. I just want to lift some weights. These guys over here are doing, you know, tempo deadlifts today and then some hamstring and glute work. And I really want to have like the nicest butt in the world going into sweatpants season so I can be like Coach Eric. And uh, if that's the case, then, um, you know, I might choose build that day. And really, a lot of that is going to get to our discussion today about uh, goal-centric training. So will Dublin transition to that? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, my hope would actually be to utilize Build and Thrive as an alternative offering throughout the day more often. So uh, 5.30 like Monday, Wednesday would be Thrive, and then 5.30 alternate class would be Tuesday, Thursday Build. Um, so it would be like there would be two class offerings. So you could choose to do CrossFit that day, or you could choose to do Build or Thrive that day, depending on kind of where we at and then see if people see where people are at with that. See if people like that and see uh, kind of what the feedback is. And um, and I think that's the idea. And, you know, I love the the Dublin structure. I love programming like that. Um, But there is definitely a little bit of a gap when we start thinking about. Uh, deconditioned newer people who need to train in the uh, in the am and making sure that you know they are receiving the adequate coaching from one-on-ones they feel good about everything and then can come into the class structure and be successful uh, inside of that and obviously with sometimes with crossfit with challenging some of you studs out there uh, and being accessible and um, inviting towards some of the new people that is obviously a challenging balance for us all right goals So goals for our talk today, um, we are going to communicate the vision and direction of friendship. And then, uh, obviously make sure that we're sharing some of our exciting updates, which honestly, we guys, we have quite a few of them and these are both facility, these are systems, these are programming and all that kind of stuff too. Um, and I'm, I'm not a read off the slide kind of guy. I don't want to be. And some of these slides are going to be more for people who can't be here and, uh, maybe people who want to follow along with the podcast or with something like that, Um, Um, And then making sure, honestly, guys, as our staff continues to grow and as it becomes something where our communication as a team is really, really good right now. But we also need to start realizing that as our coaching staff starts to expand and as we start to implement and build new interns and new coaches and start to have people go through our process to become a coach at Friendship, which... Is something that I place a high degree of um, pressure on. I guess, like I want people to be so proud to go, you know, around Columbus to other facilities and, and be proud in saying that I coach at Friendship, and that is synonymous with being a very high quality coach. Somebody who is, you know, absolutely addicted to excellence. They're working on themselves as a person. They're working on themselves professionally as a coach. Uh, but one of the things that we know through our communication is that um, it is give and take, right? We need to know and. Communicate Communicate with the clients to make sure that they are maximizing their ability to improve, but minimizing their risk of injury um, and making sure that we are helping people meet and exceed their goals and that they have goals. And we're going to talk a lot about goals today because I know that that's kind of a weird buzzword, especially for some of you guys who have been around for a while. Uh, discuss some lessons learned, passion projects, and how to be the most successful part of our community. All right. So uh, some uh, recaps on things. So facility upgrades in 2019, we did a bunch of stuff. Uh, outdoor workout facility really was probably my favorite. Uh, the new shower and changing area is completed. And I know that that's uh, it pertains to a small percentage, but I think it's very, been very helpful and a much uh, needed improvement. And guys knock on wood. We haven't had a plumbing disaster in like a year, Uh, which for those of you guys who don't know, you might have seen me in the uh, slap closet cleaning room with a drain snake that we had to buy because we had so many plumbing problems and uh, sitting in there just for like hours snaking our drains that were like a huge problem for years. And uh, there's nothing like uh, pulling out the things from that drain that I've had to pull out over the years and to have that uh, not happen uh, in a few years. I hope I did not just jinx it because uh, that has been uh, something that is a huge benefit in my life. So uh, the new shower changing area, the changing of the bathrooms, the front urinal, some of those things have made a massive improvement. And thus, we were able to save and invest that money elsewhere, which has been great. Um, Coaches conference room, physical therapy room, nutrition room. A lot of this stuff, guys, is coaches improvements, coaches quality of life, coaches communication, which ends up being a better product for you guys. So making sure that our coaches are cross communicating between our nutrition team, between coaches of the AM and the PM and making sure that we're aware of injury risks, we're aware of accountability problems and we can help communicate those things. So the more uh, our space promotes that, the better off we will be. And then obviously making sure the physical therapy room is set up for Jenny uh, so that she can come in and help people get back on their feet after an injury. Uh, Front desk. And I hope that you guys enjoy Rye up there as much as I do. A few things in the world make me happier than walking into the gym today and getting a big, healthy hello uh, from Rye with his fresh haircut looking great and hit me with some positivity. Um, And he's just a very impressive uh, 17-year-old young man uh, to be there You know, later evenings on Fridays, earlier on Saturdays, um, and be somebody who is as reliable as he is. Um, so it's been great. He stepped into that role and stepped up big time. And, um, you know, I hope that he's helped you guys, or at least given you a smile here or there over the last little bit. So our early 2020 goals, uh, so flat screens for weekly programming. So we're going to switch away from the whiteboards a little bit and start to bring ourselves into the 21st century with things and uh, start to put up the weekly programming on uh, some Black Friday deal televisions that will go basically above the uh, check-in screen right now. So we'll have two TVs, one for programming, one for check-ins, and um, and that'll become basically our new like bring it to the board spot. Um, and that'll allow a bunch of different things that allow some intent that'll allow some consistency across classes. That'll also allow our morning coaches to be a little bit more present uh, for some of the early morning clients, making sure that they can communicate rather than spending 10 to 15 minutes to write things up on the board and just prep the class structure. So that's going to be a big uh, time saver. I know the morning classes and evening, the evening classes, uh, coaches are very excited about that. And then this is a big one for you guys. Um, What I am going to be rolling out here in a few weeks is Uh, sending out PDFs. And we're going to want to make sure that we have an updated email address for you guys uh, so that you can get that where you want it. Um, We're going to be going off of whatever is in push press for that uh, or up launch for that. And we'll be sending that out each week. And basically what that's going to be is a PDF of programming for Dublin that'll be for CrossFit classes prior to the week if you guys are in your small uh, group stuff so if you guys are in gymnastics you guys are in build you're already kind of getting this and if you guys did squat cycle a few years ago you kind of know what this is going to look like so it's two parts Uh, the first is just going to be the programming we're probably not going to install a lot of the warm-up stuff it really is going to be the meat and potatoes of whatever the workout is going to be and then we're also going to put the intention and the focus for that day My hope with that is that you guys are, number one, able to stay within the intention and focus. One of the things that we see a lot is a day is built to be a little bit more of, you know, a blood flow day, a deload day, a day after we have stressed the body and the joints very, very, very much. Right. And we need to come back and sort of de-stress those joints. But we want blood flow. We want to exercise our aerobic system. We want those things. And uh, depending on where people are at, if they've come you know, Monday through Wednesday and this is a Thursday, uh, they're going to want to make sure that they stick to that intention for the day. Now, if they haven't made it Monday through Wednesday at all and Thursday is their first day, obviously you can change your intention and focus based on uh, what your week looks like. But My hope is that that conversation will help people see a little bit more of how the weeks are kind of laid out and they also can then path their week ahead of time and say, well, I really want to develop my strict pull up. And I see that we're doing strict pull up accessory on Tuesday or doing strict or we're doing pull ups then in the workout um, on Saturday. So I need to make sure that I prioritize Tuesday and Saturday even if I don't, I'm not normally like a Saturday workout person. Okay. So that's another hope for that is again, this is going to get back to our goals talk here in a second and make sure that that's something that's valuable. Um, so this is something that I've seen, uh, you know, have some success in other gyms. And my hope is that this will be something that you guys will enjoy and is very helpful to your weeks uh upgraded rope system so this is something we're going to be doing here uh, later this week actually is we're going to be dropping some chains down and we'll be moving to basically a, a it'll be about a 16 17 foot rope so uh, for those of you guys who loved doing 20foot rope climbs uh, unfortunately we will not have that as an offering anymore uh, a little bit of a safety issue on two different ends coming up and coming down uh, but also the fact that we can only change ropes with a scissor lift that we have to rent that is very very expensive and ropes are also very expensive. So I know it seems crazy, but those ropes that we climb on, they're like $115 a piece. So to redo our entire rope system uh, with the scissor lift and everything else costs over $2,000. Um, so we're trying to minimize that cost and then also provide fresher ropes more often. So we're going to be able to do this new system with a ladder. And so um, so that's going to be something where we can maybe refresh the ropes twice a year for the same cost as what we used to be able to do only once a year. So that will be something cool. And then uh, we're going to work on finishing up a lighting upgrade, uh, both in the interior rooms, and then we'll start working on the exterior rooms uh, sometime in the future. End of 20 and 21 goals. Um, so this will be something where we hope to get it in in 2020, but a lot of that's going to depend on kind of how we do and how the how the new year goes and all that stuff. Um, we're looking to upgrade the matting. Uh, I personally am uh, sick of the stall mats, and there is a better... If you guys have ever been out at Rogue and you've seen the new flooring systems, uh, they're a little bit better. And, uh, I would like to do that. I think it's going to lead to, um, easier cleanup and then also less, uh, less kind of gaps. The downfall of that is you guys who do six foot broad jumps during the unknowns, uh, you guys might have to get away with four foot broad jumps during the unknowns. So, uh, we'll, we'll find a new structure for that. Um, and then we're also going to pair that up with probably a new floor layout. So we'll probably move the rig to produce a little bit better spacing, uh, for the class structure layout and then, uh, upgraded wall structure. So now that we're moving to the flat screens, we can move away a little bit from the whiteboards and we'll probably work to more of like a rolling whiteboard system. We're not going to get rid of all of them. Uh, We're just going to get rid of them kind of throughout the main process. And then fresh paint look and feel. So you guys might've seen the Lewis Center video. Uh, We'd like to have a similar wall at Dublin. So there's some continuity and feel between the two. And um, this is something, just some future facility goals for us. And all that's going to lead to not only a better feeling when you're in the facility, um, but also, you know, better layout and structure so that more walls can be used for more things. And, um, and we can also make sure that the, um, the whiteboards are something that can be utilized kind of at any area. So the, the rolling whiteboards are going to be easier and we're going to produce more wall space for things like handstands or, or wall climbs. All right. So, Let's start talking first about vision and direction. So the core mission, guys, change the world one friend at a time. Okay, that is our slogan and that is our mission. And what that really means to us, guys, is a little bit what I talked about in the last podcast. So making sure that we understand that. It's At first, it's about us, right? At first, you come into the facility and you say, I'm struggling with X and Y and Z, right? And that might be everything from like, hey, I'm running Ironmans and I'm in amazing shape, but... I'm getting kind of bored of working out by myself. I'm getting kind of bored of spending all that time away from my family and doing all these things. And you know what? I just want to come in, meet some fun people, get a workout in an hour and get home for the day and, uh, maybe build my body back up from a strength perspective. Um, all the way to that's maybe one. End of the go all the way to, you know, hey, I'm in my 60s. I've never worked out together or I've never worked out at all. And I need to be taught everything. I need to learn the movements. I need to learn the exercises. I need to learn how to exercise and I need to learn how to eat. And everybody's going to fall when they first join somewhere in that spectrum. And at first, we have to figure out our own stuff, our own habits. We have to get to the point where we're coming consistently three to four days a week, where we're eating with intention, we're moving with intention. And we've done that very consistently. We've built up really rock solid habits. And then so that's sort of our, our change the world, right? It means change your world, right? And the second piece then is one friend at a time. That sort of means start with you, and then we're going to work to take that to you know the most important four or five people in your life, or maybe six or seven or eight people in your life, and start to think about how do my healthy habits impact my son and daughter's healthy habits, my significant other's healthy habits. Am I uh, a supporter? Am I am I an energy giver? Am I somebody who enables that person to make healthy decisions, or am I always the person who's you know making the decision to grab a pizza on the way home, or to grab cookies, or to skip work? workouts because I want to sit by the fire and watch a movie. And that in turn makes my significant other, um, you know, not come to the gym that day. And, obviously we want to be more in the boat of positively influencing people. And I think that's a big part of what we talk about is not just staying within your own world and always working on yourself, but a big part of your success moving forward in the future, once we start to get beyond five, six, seven years and you've locked your habits down a big part about that, you know, continued success is going to be how do you take that to the other people in your life? So um, how we're going to do that. First, we're going to start uh, by really focusing in on this, uh, and this is where I'm a bit obsessed right now with our coaching staff: is goals and results-driven facility. And so, we've established some tracks that we're going to talk about, and um, you know, making sure that our tracks have a solid testing protocol. And this gets back to that original user question about testing and cycles and everything like that. We're going to have a big discussion on level method, which is going to be a really cool way for us to implement that, and then our retesting structure, uh, the friendship core four is going to become uh, one of our new staples. So kind of like the unknowns or, uh, you know, 4th of July Murph or uh, whatever it is, this core four uh, kind of concept is going to be something that we've uh, created together as a coaching staff that is going to be um, sort of friendships baseline. And so this will create a really cool structure for the year. And then at the end here, guys, we'll talk a little bit about the expectations that you guys can have of us and what we can have of you. All right. So goals, results, and tracks. So when I say result-driven training, here's kind of what my blueprint on this is. And for some of you guys who are brand new, this should make a lot of sense to you, right? You should have come in, you should define some goals, develop a plan with your coach, um, and then begin training, and then make sure that you uh, establish some tests and retest. And so uh, if we haven't done that with a coach, your coaches uh, should be kind of connecting with you uh, sometime soon. If you guys have been around for a while, one of the big things that we see for people is they struggle struggle to define your goals. They struggle with the first step. And if we can't establish the first step, then it's really hard for us to move our way uh, down into the steps. And so what we're going to try to do is make sure that we give you guys the tools through level method and through these tracks to make sure that uh, you you do feel like you can define some goals. So the first track is going to be the body track. And what this is going to do, really, this terminology is just something that's going to make it easier for us to communicate as coaches uh, with you and then easier for you to communicate uh, with coaches who maybe don't understand. You can be like, hey, I'm on the body track. I really want to focus on, you know, making sure that I look and feel the way that I want to. And I'm focused mostly on health, wellness looks. You know, I want to be uh, I want to be leaner. I want to lose weight. Uh, I want to be more muscular. I want to be this. I want to be that. Um, and as a byproduct of that, I want to make sure I'm healthy. So, what we're thinking about, if you're on the body track, you're going to have some tests. Obviously, the, the simple one is doing some biometric testing, whether that be in body at Dublin or Fit3D at Lewis Center. Um, and obviously, one of the big focuses for health and wellness guys, as well as aesthetics and looks, is increasing your basal metabolic rate and your total daily energy expenditure. If you guys don't know what that is, uh, I highly, highly, highly suggest that you guys go through at least a base consultation or a communication with one of the nutrition coaches to understand how you can get those numbers and track those numbers and how you can understand what affects those numbers, because that is unbelievably important. And really, if I had to boil health down to like one metric, if I absolutely had to boil it down to one metric, it would be a race between body fat percentage and BMR and TDE. So um, those two are going to be probably some of our best markers of of health and wellness, along with, obviously, there's a lot of different blood tests you can do and things like that. Uh, Before and after pictures, obviously, that's going to be be mostly a self aesthetic thing. So making sure that you feel good and comfortable with your own body and you have good self-confidence, um, you know, and honestly, guys, I think the biggest thing with that one is uh, people obsess about, you know, not being maybe perfect or where they were, or, you know, I'm not a movie star or I'm not, you know, Thor, uh, or whatever. Um, you know, and, and really all we're looking for is some degree of either maintenance or improvement and the littlest bit, that little 1%, hopefully that you you guys can find that motivating and you don't obsess on the negative that you're not where you want to be ultimately. And you can focus on the positive, which is I made incremental change, which is the most important part guys. It's that kind of accumulation of that 1%, those small little uh, victories and making sure that we take the time to appreciate those victories. That'll help build the confidence. That'll help you guys feeling better about how you look. And feel. Second one, uh, second track, guys, is going to be our move track. So, um, talking about some example tests here, these are going to be people who are really focused in on movements. Okay. So, these are people who are like, I want to get better at snatching. I want to get better at muscle ups. I want to get better at handstand push ups. I want to get better at, uh, you know, whatever. I want to get my back squat up. I want to get my bench press up. And they're really, really focused specifically on the strength and capacity of functional movements. Okay. Um, these tests are gonna be things where uh number one, we need to make sure that we set realistic expectations. Okay. This is one of the biggest issues here is we have people who don't have good strict pull ups locked in and they're jumping and worrying about muscle ups. Right. We don't have good handstand structure or overhead mobility and we're worried about handstand push ups. Right. We can't do a good solid air squat with proper mechanics and we're worried about our back squat one rep max. Um, So making sure, and this is something where there has to be some degree of progression. This is where level methods going to come in really helpful for a lot of you guys, Uh, but also just making sure generally that you have a communication with a coach that is honest and open to have that discussion. And you need to make sure that if you guys are setting those goals, you're open to the feedback and the process that's going to be given to you. And this is something that especially when I used to work with competitors or people who wanted to be competitive, it was something where you, people would come in and I would tell them what it would take to get a muscle up or to get good at muscle ups, right? Cause our goal is not just maybe one, it's maybe to get like 10 in a row and you would tell them what it would take. And for where they are now to where they want to go is a very long journey. And I would try to be as honest and open with that as possible. And what you'd see is that would demotivate people, And that was something that I I always found challenging as a coach was, you know, it's you don't focus on the end goal. The problem is you came in here with an end goal and, you know, almost like saying, hey, I want to make it to the NBA. It's like, well, you know, and I'm sitting there, it's like, okay, well, to make the NBA, like you have to make your middle school team. Then you have to make your high school team. Then you have to play varsity. Then you have to start. Then you have to probably get into a division one program. Then you have to sit the bench for a couple years, learn the game at a higher level. Then you have to continue to hone your skills. Then you have to play on your college team. Then you have to excel on your college team. You know, then you have to stand out the combine. There's this big process. And if you don't understand that at the end of the day, when you say that, and you're in eighth grade, The only thing that sits right in front of you is making sure that you make the basketball team and you listen to your coach and you improve that year because that's all you can control at that time right? And so if you say, you know, Hey, I want to get a muscle up or I want to be able to get three or four muscle ups in a row. And we're still not to the point where we have strict muscle ups or we can't do a dip yet. That's fine. Don't get discouraged when your coach tells you, well, you know, we have to work on this strict pull-up cycle for quite a while first. And we have to develop our strict ring dips for a while. Um, you know, this is probably going to take us three to six months if you're really diligent and then so on, so on, so on, you know, and they lay out this plan for you. Um, you know, don't get discouraged by that. Just focus on instead. What did they say was the first step? let me put all of my energy towards that first step. And if you do that, and you just take it, you know, bit by bit, by bit, by bit, you'll be one of those people that eventually starts to get, you know, not just one muscle up, but two muscle ups and three muscle ups. You see these people all the time, right? This is like right now, this is like Avery and Sam Fond and in Tunisia who have been sticking to the process of gymnastics club, going through slow incremental improvements and changes, accepting that and being positive and open to that feedback, growing and developing, and then making those uh, progressive pieces. And now they're getting to the point where they're on the muscle ups and they're starting to work to improve those muscle-ups. Uh third one, guys, is work. And so this is funny to me, uh, kind of going back to that first question, traditional CrossFit. Right. Think about how different these two tracks are. Right. So this one is talking about like what specific movements and developing and honing in on specific movements, becoming stronger, um, more stabilizing, more you know, connected, all those things. And then work is sort of the exact opposite boat. And how cool is it that we can have people training inside of a class and really working on all three or even four of these tracks at the same time? time, uh, through focus, through communication and connection with their coach. Um, and I think that this is truly incredible is to see, and I love it. Obviously, if we can get people who are improving on every track, like they look better, they're improving their one rep maxes, they're, they're in have PR, their two K row. And you know, there's like uh, like Jeff Nelson pops to mind, right? Guy who's like PR in his two K row. He's always PR lifts. He's, he, you know, takes these before and after pictures and you're just like, wow, like he looks so much better. Um, and so that's always something that's, that's really cool to see is when somebody is really knocking out every track. Um, but what we're going to try to focus on is what is what do you want your focus track to be? So these are your example tests here. These are the people who like come in and they're like, "Oh, we have to lift today." Like I just want to do the metcons. Like I like the long days. I like the I like the chippers. I like the this. I like the that. Um, And so these are more your uh, cardio bunnies and junkies and the people who like to breathe hard and um, you know like to go through kind of some of those those grindy processes of um, having to work right. So two very different people, uh, but making sure that we communicate those and we establish some good tests to make sure that we're improving our work capacity. And so what we can think about then is um, you know what is my goal? Is it to get stronger at my strength? in which case you know if I'm for me, right, work is probably my strength, right? So I could say I want to double down on that. I want to be on the work track and I want to really really hammer and focus in on getting my you know 5k row under 17 minutes, right whatever it is um, or getting my mile time under 530 again. And you start thinking about that's going to be my track. And I'm focusing on taking my strength, taking what I love, taking the stuff that I enjoy doing. And I'm going to try to focus on really sort of specializing and making sure that that's something that I'm growing and improving at. I'm going to articulate that to the coach. The coach can then give me recommendations. Well, okay, for you, you're pretty advanced on that five K row. So we're going to probably need to start thinking about doing some some interval work, some interval running, uh, some additional cardio pieces and making sure that like our time spent at home is not just sitting down, but we're getting our heart rate elevated and increasing our aerobic system to make sure that we're making that happen. Or you can think about I'm going to work on my weakness. Okay. Um, in which case you're like, man, I'm sitting there and like right now body's probably my weakness, right? I'm at, I'm at a higher body fat percentage. Than I've probably been in the last 10 years. My eating has not been quite as dialed in as I've been, you know, on the road more and things are, you know, not as, not as crisp and consistent. So I don't look the way that I, uh, you know, have looked in the past. And so if that's something for me where I'm like, you know what, like I miss that. And this is a weakness for me. This is something I know I could do better at. I'm going to get with my coach and then I'm going to need some additional accountability from that and make sure that I'm working on that. So you can choose which one you feel like you want to be at. Do you want to work on your weakness? Do you want to work on your strength? Um, or, you know, is there just something specifically you want to work on? And then the last one, guys, and this is for people, if I talked about those tracks, you guys are like, I just don't know if any of that's me. I don't know if I care about any of that. Um, you know, I don't care if I look about, I don't care about how I look. I don't care about my health. I don't care about any of that TDE stuff. Um, then maybe you're just more of a consistency person, right? For you, it's more about the, the mental acute gained from working out. Right. You become more focused. You're less stressed. Um, you know, it, it you understand the health benefits of it, that it's important, but it's not like the most important thing in the world to you. And so for you, we're focused more on, you know, making sure that we have some degree of consistency and those consistent habits are helping us, um, you know, build some of that health and wellness and make us feel really confident in our health and, and nutrition plan. So I gave you guys some consistency here, whatever that might look like. Um, and these are all all just offerings it wouldn't be each of these you wouldn't tell your coach I want to work on one two three four five and six and over here I want to do all of those tests 5k 2k 500 mirror 5k 1k or 5k one mile 400 300 Murph fight combat I want to do all of them I want to test them all this week because I want to get better at all of them right you'd pick like the one or two that you really wanted to focus on and you'd kind of hammer away on those and um, that would be our focal point for you know a few months Then we would retest, make sure that our improvement was there. And so this gets back into the testing protocol stuff. So these are all gonna be offerings and things that we're gonna be working on testing. Uh, across the board here whether it be movement um, obviously body is always available for you to be testing uh, but whether it be some of these movements or whether it be some of these these work pieces um, and then obviously consistency is something again much like the uh, body piece that you can always be kind of testing on right you can start this at any time right and you can start your test at any time too you can reach out to a coach and be like hey you know I missed the last 2k row day and I really want to see if I improved on that and that'd be something that I would love to improve on this year so I'm gonna plan on sign up for row club starting in January. I'd like to increase my not only knowledge and form on rowing, but I'd also like to improve my energy and consistency and so on. So uh, so these are our tracks. Those are our four tracks. We start thinking about people. Right. Um, you know, it's easy for us to talk mostly about beginners because they've been sort of going through this process for a while now. This is when, you know, when you guys have like a brother, sister or whatever, friend, cousin work coworker who comes in and, you know, it's like, hey, like I want them to come in. I want them to, um, you know, kind of start at friendships. It's like, cool, we're going to start. We're going to sit down. We're going to have a discussion. And we're going to listen to the things that they want to be uh, developing. Why do you want to change in your fitness? What's going on in your life? How can we improve that uh, situation? And we're going to make sure that then we give them the prescription that's going to help them the most. And uh, and so, like a, a great example would be somebody who comes in. You know, they're thirty 35, 40 percent body fat. They're a smoker. They're drinking soda. Um, they're at work long hours. They sit a lot, and they're maybe starting to feel the effects of of that into their forties. First water break. Uh, All right. They're starting to feel the effects of that and starting to wear on them. Right. So if you can think about that, like, okay, what would our, what would our tracks be? Right. And I would probably say between that, it's probably going to be mostly a consistency track. It could be a body track as well, because that's going to be important also both of those are probably going to have some degree of, when we look at the consistency track, we're probably going to focus more on maybe some of the nutrition accountability, um, and maybe even thinking about weekly consistency meetings. So making sure that we're discussing the the habit improvements and stuff. Um, if instead you get somebody who comes in and they're saying, you know, hey, I've been doing, you know, I did CrossFit for like eight years, and you know, I was, um, you know, I was, I was pushing pretty hard. I got my numbers up pretty high. I started to feel pretty good about things, and you know, then I just I moved and I didn't find a community, and I've kind of been out of shape and overweight since, um, and I haven't been feeling great about things, and you know, I don't really know where to go. It's like, okay, cool. Let's focus mostly on building out your movements again, if that's what you liked, if that's what you focused on, right? And let's make sure that you're moving really well. Your flexibility, mobility, balance, and coordination are dialed in, and you're not going to get injured when you come back in. And then we can reestablish once you're back in the door and you're moving well, we can reestablish what's going to be your important focus, whether it's move or work, right? They might be more performance focused. So those are some global examples of kind of how this is going to run. So how does this affect me? Right. You guys might have been listening for a while and been like, yeah, all right. How does this affect me? So what we want to think about here is if we can articulate a track, if we can understand where we're going and we can understand what we want to be focused on, then we can communicate that to coaches and our coaches can give better spot corrections, cues and scales. Right. If your focus is to build work, we might not be taking that power cleanup super heavy for today. Right. If your goal is consistency and you want to make it five days a week and you know that deadlift sometimes can flare your back up make things super challenging well that's going to give that coach the ability to walk over and say like hey you know this is only the third workout this week you have two more to go we know that deadlifts have a propensity to kind of flare your back up so let's make sure that today we're focused mostly on movement and we're going to stay a little bit lighter we might sumo deadlift a kettlebell so you're still getting work in the system but we're being smart and aware with our goals Okay. Uh, or vice versa, right? Maybe the workout's gonna be some sort of a, an interval work that has some cardio component, some gymnastics component, and some weightlifting component. And you are a move person. You're like, I wanna PR my power clean. Like, that is, I am so focused on getting to my 300 pound squat clean. That is all I want in the world is that 300 pound squat clean, right? Well, it's okay. We've got cleans today. Now it's mixed in with some cardio. And if you were to prioritize the cardio, you might not be able to clean that heavy. So let's maybe think about dropping the calories down on those, uh, on that, uh, on the, on the calorie structure, on the cardio pieces. And then let's make sure that we maximize our ability to set up and have a really good, clean, solid, consistent form and get up a little bit heavier than maybe we thought. Because of that, guys, we should see a decrease in overuse injuries uh, because we're training a little bit smarter. We're training goal focused. And it's just, again, going to make sure that we are showing you guys the tangible, measurable results with your coach. Um, And that's kind of our big, big piece here. Um, And then obviously we talked about the realistic goals, right? Making sure that realistic goals and levels of achievement are just that right there. They're not something where we're talking about, we want to achieve this and that's not really either realistic or that's not Something that uh, we should be focused on right now, right? Like, if we are focused on PRing our one rep max back squat, but we're still smoking and we're still drinking soda and beer every night, and we're still at 30, 40% body fat, and we have serious health concerns, worrying about your one rep max back squat is not the right position for you. And that's something that needs to be communicated. Um, you know, through a coach and through an accountability system. So let's talk about level method. And uh, this for a lot of you guys is going to be something uh, that is going to be, this is going to be something that we've purchased into. Uh, There's going to be an app for this so that you guys can track where you guys fit in each one of these categories. We'll show you a little bit tighter. It's basically a belt system. And so you can see each belt, uh, white belt has two levels, yellow belt has four levels, orange belt has four levels, blue four, purple four, brown four, and then you have a black belt. And this helps us with setting realistic goals. So let's say the black belt over on rings is like a bunch of muscle ups, right? So let's say it's like 30 muscle ups for time and under five minutes, right? Something like that, okay? So let's say that is your black belt on rings, okay? Well, what we can do is we can look back here. I think you guys can see my cursor. Look back here and we can say, okay, I'm here. What is my next goal? My next goal is here. And that's my only focus. I'm going to focus on that for like three to six weeks, maybe eight weeks, maybe 10 weeks. Okay. And then I achieve this level. Now my next goal and focus is here. And we have this whole laid out plan testing structure for us to achieve. And it's really, really cool because we can find it across every domain, right? So there's a flexibility one, there's aerobic, there's running. So these are some of our work pieces down here. These are some of our move pieces up here, right? And these are some of our move strength pieces up here. Okay. It also comes with some really cool safety rules and uh, some other information and education for us to make sure that we understand the why behind what we're doing. And so we're gonna use this uh, concept. This is gonna be some something that we do a little bit more in depth, but, um, you know, plumbing, ventilation, and electricity. And this is kind of an easy way for people to understand, uh, the intention of a workout. What are we actually doing this for? And so that'll be a part of our PDF structure is trying to, again, discuss the intention and, uh, thought process. So this, then what we would do is we would, let's say we're move track. We're going to focus in what we want our move track to be. Let's just take the front, top two. Okay. And we'll slide boom. Top two. Okay. Front squat, upper body pull. All right. And we're going to take the top two and we're just going to focus in on, you know, Hey, uh, I want to, these are my movements that I want to improve upon. Okay. And you're going to be somewhere. And obviously remember, this is taking out basically, this is showing like from here, And then this is showing like here. Okay. Um, so it cuts out that whole middle chunk. So don't freak out when you see, uh, that we go from a five second chin over bar hold to a 0.7 times body weight strict pull up. Okay. Um, so this is a good way and it's kind of male, female, right? So your black belt male is front squatting 355 pounds or more. Okay. Front squat female, 240 pounds or more upper body pull 0.7 times body weight for men 0.55. That's your black belt goal. Okay. Um and then obviously our white belt we start with you have to be able to hang from the bar. Right? Period. Okay? That's our first step. If we can't get there, we have to establish that, right? And then same thing. We grow, we grow, we grow and we move up. Um so what we're going to find then is you talk and you say, "Hey, I would really want to work on my pull-ups. I want to get to that strict pull-up. That strict pull-up I think starts at bl- starts at blue, right? Um, so that's where the strict pull up is. So if we're like back in this early orange and you want to get to blue, great, right? We're at orange one. We're going to try to work to orange two and orange three. We're going to set a three month protocol for each of those to make sure that we achieve that. And then by you know month nine, we should be able to test and get our strict pull up. And that's our plan. And right there you have a plan. And that's what I want to start to work towards is a system where people feel like they're able to easily talk to a coach and establish a plan for them to achieve that success. And this is just a, this is the movement in the work track. Okay. The, the body track, the consistency track, that's much more like an actual conversation with a coach and that's an accountability thing. And that's a talk with the nutrition team and so on. This is much more the move and work track. For you guys who are really like driven by performance and performance focus. So this will be here in January and this will be something that we start to work towards. You guys will get the app. We'll begin doing some of the tests um, and then some of those tests will help us drive what our focus is. So this gets back to that original question is um, cycles and tracks and so on. Okay, Um, so when we start thinking about this, guys, um, and we start thinking about how our structure is going to be laid out, this is going to be one degree of us using testing structure and then cycles to be able to say, hey, guys, right now, oh, man, I keep doing slides wrong. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Our focus right now is going to be the top three categories for this cycle. Okay. So our tests are going to be a one rep max front squat. It's going to be an upper body pulling test, which is going to be a a wide variety. It might be a weighted pull-up for some. It might be max strict pull-ups for some. It might be max uh, ring rows or bar rows for some. It might be max uh, chin over bar hold. It might be max hanging from the bar, right? Depending on where we're on the spectrum. And then we're going to do our lactate tolerance workout. Okay. Um, And that's going to be our focus. And then what we're going to do is we're going to train those things. We're going to train the front squat. We're going to train the upper body pull. We're going to train lactate threshold or lactate tolerance. And then at the end of that cycle, and I'm going to keep things tight, probably going to go about eight weeks. We're going to test out again. And our hope is that some people are able to move up one level in eight weeks. That's our hope. With that focus. Okay. So that's one degree of testing. Okay. Another degree of testing is going to be more annually. And this is where our core four comes in. So this is something for me, you know, if you guys have been paying attention, the CrossFit Open used to be something that I think, uh, you know, I used to kind of look forward to, kind of not. You know, the problem for me with the CrossFit Open became that we really weren't testing improvement. And if you really think about that, here's my the the conversation that I had with athletes every year was this conversation about placement. Right. So I want to place top 200 in the region. I want to place top 100 in the region. And the problem became that by every measure of fitness, every single test that we did, they improved. Right. They got better. That person was more fit. They were more lean. They dialed in their nutrition better. They were a healthier individual. Yet other people, which is out of their control, who might be younger, who might move better naturally, who have better genetics, who came from better sports programs, whatever, they came in, they started, and they excelled beyond them. So then that individual didn't finish top 200 or didn't finish top 100. And then they left the open super disappointed. I just thought to myself, this is so stupid, right? You, you got so much better. It's clear as day. You weren't even able to do these movements last year. And now you're doing them in workouts for reps. And people would leave disappointed. It's like, it was so frustrating to me, okay? Um, so instead, what we want to do is we want to do this two times a year. We're going to take it and it's going to be sort of an open atmosphere where we're going to have these core tests that we think are the ones that are going to show the most performance improvement, right? They're going to show health and aesthetic improvement, and they're going to really get back into some of these things, right? Making sure that we are progressing in our performance like we want to. Dublin and Lewis Center are going to do these in tandem. Right. So we're going to have these tests. Um, you know, one of the tests that we know for sure is going to be fight gone bad. Right. We love that test. It's a fantastic test. OK. And we're going to do these. And I think we're going to try to do them on maybe Mondays uh, at Dublin. And maybe Saturdays at Lewis Center, and so if you you know have to miss a Monday at Dublin, you could go to Lewis Center, and if you have to miss a Saturday at Lewis Center, you could go to Dublin on a Monday, right? And we're gonna do them as a group, and then the idea being basically that we do these two times a year, much like the unknowns, okay. So, that's going to be a huge uh, kind of piece of this. So, Core 4 is going to be something that uh, the name, we, we haven't figured out the structure of the name yet. We've gone through a bunch of different ones. If anybody comes up with some, I know we got some creative people here. If anybody comes up with any tricky names, please let me know. Um, so, the tester designs, we have hand picked them, right, to show the best results. So, these are the ones where I'm saying, like, hey, if you want to look better and you want to have a better performance, you know, body, you want to be more capable, right, when you're like 40, 50, 60, you want to be able to help your, you know, kids move in to college and be carrying sofas upstairs and just be a total beast and be like, yeah, I wasn't even tired. Or, Hey, I went hiking with some people this weekend who were like college athletes and I smoked them and I didn't feel tired at all. And they were dead. Right. And you want to be that kind of guy or girl, you want to be that person who's like, just absolutely like a stud in their sixties. Um, you know, then, then these are the tests that we're going to try to handpick to make sure uh, that that's kind of what we're focused on. So uh that's that's the goal there. If you improve on the core four, definitively more fit. Um and we're gonna do that kind of once a week for uh for about a month. So probably four weeks, four tests, for core four. So I hope that hope that makes sense. Um that in tandem with the level method testing is gonna give you guys a couple different structures throughout the year so that you can constantly be seeing and working towards something to improve upon. You'll know the dates and times ahead of time for the core four. So you can be like, Man, I really wanna sink my teeth into if i gone bad again. Like I I just I really you know, I'm ready for it. I've improved so much. My cardio is so much better. I've been working on my skill of wall balls. I just think that, you know, my squats more developed. I just think I really can knock it out of the park and I can say, awesome. That's coming up in August. Can't wait to watch you smoke it. Right. Um, and then, in you know, in tandem with your coaching uh, track, you guys can be making sure that you focus on the pieces coming out of the core four that you want to focus on the most um, during those core four sectors. Right. We're going to make sure that we um, give out you know tips and tricks and stuff for uh, maximizing the workouts, maximizing the improvement. Uh, same thing with the level method. We're going to you know, if we go to level method and we come back and we've got like 50 people who are like in that upper body pull and they're like, this is my track. I want to be move and I want to be upper body pulling. That's my focus. I want pull-ups. I want to focus on it. I want to be better at it. Then what we can do and why this is going to be fun for us to continue to communicate with coaches. We're going to be logging all this and pathing and tracking every single piece of this. So we know exactly how many people are in what track and what their focus is. Then we can start to run seminars and give out, you know, in-depth resources on how to increase your hollow hold on a pull-up bar, how to do scat pull-ups, um, you know, how to improve some of these core things. Jay, you can do a basic gymnastics seminar and you guys can come on the weekends and make sure that you guys understand the core fundamentals. And we can give this little like, hey, do this for five minutes in the in the warm up every day and you'll get better. Do this, you know, for eight, eight minutes after class, just pop on the bar during that transition time and make sure that you're getting in, you know, 30, 40 pull-ups with a band and just make sure that we're getting those reps in. That's going to be key. And then obviously uh, the key here, guys, on those days is we're going to have some really fun testing atmospheres. It's going to be a lot of energy, a lot of juice in the gym. We're going to know it's going to build. You're going to feel it. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, like I'm, I'm amped. I, I've been waiting to sink my teeth in if I'd gone bad for six months ever since the last time when I came in, like hung over and unprepared or something. Right. Um, and so that can be something uh, that can be really fun. So expectations, uh, and this will be our our last slide, and then I'll see if I'm not sure if I can see comments or not, we will see. Um, So expectations. So I wanna see a sharper class testing structure with more long-term vision focus on uh, when you guys, so you know where you're at in the cycles, where you know when you're gonna be testing next, you know what we're testing on, what we're focused on. So that's gonna be a key point of that. Then that gets back to that original question that was asked. Um, Better execution of specific short and long-term goals. So making sure that you guys are actually really working close with your coach to achieve both short and long term goals and that there is some degree of accountability on just testing that. So we actually know it and then improved coaching ability through clear communication. So uh, those are the big things. Uh, we also are obviously going to be continuing to upgrade the facility and making sure that, um, you know, it's something that is constantly improving. And this year, you know, it's it's been unfortunate. It always makes me sad when we see CrossFit gyms close uh, or sell and go out of business or whatever it might be. And unfortunately, that's been happening a lot. And one of the big things that, you know, I've focused on is trying to think about um, how can we constantly be creating a trajectory of improvement um, and making sure that we are constantly evolving and constantly changing. And I think a big piece of that is upgrading not only the facility, but also our systems and our coaching staff as well. Um, And hopefully you guys feel like that upgrades you, right? That's the, that's the idea. Um, and then our, our, you know, expectations over you, these really stick to our house rules here, um, engage with one another and build relationships. And the biggest thing here, guys is exiting your comfort zone. And, you know, we have to make sure that we get back to that change the world. One friend at a time, uh, mentality is, you know, making sure that we understand that it is really scary sometimes, especially like if you guys are a five thirty AM person, you guys have those big classes and there's a lot of energy and a lot of excitement, a lot of laughter. And, you know, it's kind of silly, um, but that can be a tough environment sometimes for people to, uh, come into and making sure that we understand that, you know, a smile and an introduction and being positive with people can go a really long way. Even though your comfort zone is hanging out with your core group of friends and the people you've been working out with for years, the people who you're in group chats with who you love, who you, um, you know, go out with on the weekends and, you know, they were in your weddings and so on, so on, so on. That's our comfort zone, right? That's it. We're living in it when we come in. And I do want you guys to obviously enjoy your time, but I also want to make sure that like, just exit your comfort zone for a couple seconds, go over, introduce yourself to the new person, smile, ask them how it's going. How's the intro process been? How have class has been going? Okay. If you ever need anything, don't be afraid to ask, or if you ever need a partner for a workout, I'd be happy to, um, you know, and, and I'm here for you and so on. Right. And that stuff goes a really long way in the community. Smile, have fun, right? I think people take workout stuff too seriously. I think it gets back to that original question of, um, Um, You know, you guys are going to be doing traditional CrossFit uh, at Lewis Center. Um, We will be exercising with a high degree of intention, no matter what it's called, using CrossFit principles and methodology, right? Constantly varied functional movements performed at a high intensity. And I guarantee that we're going to be making sure that people are getting better and they're having fun and smiling while they do it. And that's really what I care about the most is making sure that we have a low risk of injury. People enjoy working out and they smile and have fun and they are getting better at what they want to get better at, and so that's a, that's the a big focus here. Whether that's whether that's called CrossFit or whether that's called, you know, um, Bobby's Boot Camp or uh, whatever uh, whatever we want to call it, doesn't really matter, right? Um, it's the the methodology behind it is CrossFit's methodology um, and those original CrossFit documents about increasing work capacity, uh, improving your health and fitness through nutrition, and making sure that um, you know we have a life lifestyle of getting out and playing sports and being in nature and using our fitness for uh, other fun and engaging things like playing basketball, playing spike ball, going on hikes on vacation, water skiing, um, you know, anything that you guys love to do. And honestly, guys, it's one of the things that lights me up the most when I talk to you is when you guys tell me about stuff that you've gone out and done on vacation, where you kind of need to be, in shape to do it. Right. And you can see like people light up about that stuff and, and it really gets me excited. Um, you know, when they think about it or they see their friends, they see their peers start to struggle with it, or they see their friends and peers start to you know, have surgeries or slow down or not be able to go and hike or not be able to play with their kids. Um, you know, and, and you're still able to, and I hope that that's probably the most important thing for some of you guys who do have kids. Um, Meet and exceed your goals, uh, dreams and desires as my expectation, guys, is I do want you guys to make sure that you have some goal. Some dream, something you're trying to get better at. Um, you know, I know my dream is this: is to have more people around me that have dreams and goals and desires. To be around more people who are aspiring to get better. Uh, that's it. Like I, I just want to create more people uh, that have something they're working towards with a passion that are talking to other people about things with a passion and are trying to improve. And you know, I get I get shut down. It sucks energy away from me when people are are stuck, are not trying to get better, are not trying to improve. And I hate that. And that bums me out. And, um, and I don't want that. (laughs) I don't want that in my life. And I hope you guys don't either, uh, bring others along for the ride and then be a top 10% person. Um, and not just for you, right. Be an energy giver, be somebody who is abundance mindset oriented, be somebody who is actively going out and working to make others better. So that the other people in your life are also building you up when you're struggling, are also there for you to communicate things positively, and when we do that, guys, we are unbeatable. We can do anything. Uh, we can achieve anything. You can start businesses. Uh, you know, you can start charities. You can give to other people. You can become more fit. You can meet a new spouse. You can have amazing kids, and they grow up the way you want to, and stuff that you believe in. So, um, you know, that's those are some of my expectations uh for you guys. So let me see here. I've got a few minutes. I'm going to try to see if uh oh, thank you Daniel. Thank you for the text. I appreciate that. Um I am going to try to see if there are any comments and let's you see. Can become worth oh, me. meet a new spouse. You can have a meet. Oh. So Bobby asked if the level of method implies, uh being in the brown's column is elite have pre- <laughs> All right. So Bobby's trolling me. Um, So I appreciate that. I anticipated that when Bobby asked me if there were going to be live comments. Uh, So no surprise. Love you, Bobby. uh, Proud of you guys. And uh, thank you guys. I stuck right to an hour. That was my goal today. I appreciate you guys listening and thank you so much for uh, continuing to believe in us and believe in the staff. And um, you know, just a quick shout out to those guys. Uh, Obviously I am a, (laughs) I'm a uh, pretty fast, moving uh, person. I like to change. I like to adapt. I like to improve. And um, I think sometimes it's hard to keep up with that. And it takes a very special person and a very special team uh, to Continue to to be engaged and be positive uh, with a boss like that, and so uh, I do expect a lot out of those guys, and they they really never let me down, and so I'm so proud of them, and I hope that you guys are excited uh, about some of these new changes. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. I hope that uh, 2020 is a a year of just constant improvement and development for us as a community. And I hope that you guys really show this kind of shows you just a little bit of behind the scenes of how hard we work to improve and how hard we work to try to give you guys better and give you guys more. Um, And that'll continue to be my focus until I feel like uh, I'm surrounded by a thousand people who uh, who look at me and can tell me uh, that I, that, you know, can call me out on my stuff, can, can hold me accountable and can talk to me about the ways that, you know, I need to improve and, and be, uh, an energy giver to me and somebody who picks me up and somebody who believes in me. Um, and you know, if we all have that in our lives, we'll all be better for it. So thank you guys so much. And I hope you have a fantastic Saturday. If you guys spent any time with me during this feed, it means a lot. If you guys are going to listen to it on podcast, uh, that means equally as much or YouTube in the future. Thanks so much guys. Have a great day. All <sniffs> right.